Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ghostbusters Resurrection is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. So when we left off, you guys were in Vienna. You had loaded up the cars. It was like just past uh, midnight, I believe. And uh, you decided to immediately leave that night and go, go straight to Slovakia to get to the castle. I believe Pool and Wall are in the Geist 2, in the, in the Hummer? Yeah. Or the Geist no, 1? We oh, so you're in the van. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're in the van. And uh, LaForge, Nina, and Briggs, and Tobin are in the, the Hummer. The Geist 2. I think if, because Josh, Josh got to read some of the, the description about Elizabeth Athery, so one of you guys will say that before you guys had left, you'd gotten the information from Dr. Stance, Dr. Spang, who had like, emailed you guys information on the phone, so if you want to try and explain what we know about Elizabeth Bathory before we headed to, uh, to her hometown. She was, she, what, what was her husband's name? Um, yeah, he died in battle under mysterious circumstances. Um, she went a little more crazy after that, and uh, was very into having different types of guests stay. Anyone who claimed to be a witch or wizard or sorcerer or alchemist or anything had debaucherous orgies with you know. Blood it burning. actually said that, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. She uh, she supposedly killed over six hundred fifty young women and bathed in their blood. Supposedly, but she started out by abducting peasants' daughters and whatnot. From the village below, um, predominantly virgins, if I remember right. That's what she preferred. Apparently. Yeah, that's what she preferred. Obviously, and why not? I mean, if you're being choosy anyway. Like, yeah, it's if, you, if you're if you're the lady of the land, I mean, you know. Yeah. She definitely had a bit of a Snow White stepmother thing going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I wasn't sure if this was included in the doc, but I know that she her husband was away at war, and they would write lewd letters to each other. Yeah. Supposedly the whole, yeah. The whole time about, about torture. And yeah, and like all the, all the things that they'd enjoy doing to each other when they get home, and what what they've been doing in the meantime. And he would describe in graphic detail how he'd kill people in war because she loved it. And now she would beat peasants and be like, "You don't, you don't torture them well enough, honey." Yeah, like, no, she actually yeah. said that she <laughs> gave him tips on how to torture. Yeah, she's very good at it. Eventually, they came to arrest her. Um, they sent a group of, uh, I guess, priests and or paladins or something like that. I mean, well, was, I mean, they were they were. There was one hunter in the back who just kept taking all the loot. <laughs> the, the, ch- the church was the only person who could stand against her. Because yeah. she was a she was noble. She was a, she she was was a noble. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the so the church the church moved in. She was like technically enough people had died. She would have been in line for the throne. So yeah, I mean it would have been a lot of people, but she killed a lot of lower people in the meantime. Yeah. So I mean, but peasants they don't really matter back then as far as they were concerned. Yeah. Now, um, but um, was it the night that they came to arrest her that they found all the bodies that were like drained of blood and then they saw the cats everywhere? Yeah, yeah all the craziness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she can invoke a. Like a curse on something where, like, what ninety five black cats? Ninety is ninety nine black cats. Ninety nine would run out and devour the heart of whoever she decided to. That'd take a long time. Yeah. Well, 
We got a dog. You're <laughs> <laughs> talking about totally cats, though. I mean, they'd be, like, they'd be like, nah, I don't want it today. I just want to go. Yeah, cats, the cat's <laughs> not going to do what you tell her. Exactly. I think uh, when they were going through the castle, they were being very careful at first, and they found a person who was in this machine that was just slowly dripping their blood, and they, there's nothing they could have done. And they had to actually walk away from the scene while the only thing I remember about her trial is that nobody would dare actually explain what they saw yeah, in the castle. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I just, and they, and they would go, I just, I just can't say. But then she got locked in a tower for 14 years. No, for four years. Four years. She was not not just locked in a tower. Like it was walled in. Yeah. After they did arrest her, they tried her. She was found guilty. Immurement. Yeah. So immurement. Thank you. They immured her into a room in her own castle, and with only a slit at the bottom of the floor where they could slide food trays in. And she just didn't see the light of day for four years. One day they went and checked out. She hadn't eaten any food. Then they like looked under there, and she was dead, face down on the ground. Then they dug the walls out and she was dead and then she like left a that last note cursing the people who did it with the 99 cats and all that yeah. craziness so. like all of her uh, supporters and whatnot the people that were with her in the castle that were they, they were, were they, killed they, yeah, they were killed yeah. they were buried alive it's kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad stuff terrible person pretty scary yeah in a castle with the internet at your disposal you're able to figure out where to go so you're on your way it's about three hours from Vienna is what I believe it is Considering that you left like a little after midnight, maybe like one in the morning, I'll say that you drive the entire time. It's you know spooky. It's dark outside. The just before you get to Vishnove is like that little village that sits underneath the castle. Before you can get there, there's like another town called Rosina, and as you get to Rosina, you can see that it's like all the lights are out, so it's like street lights are flickering and everything. It's it seems like it's. So there's no one out and about, which is kind of weird. I mean, it is like 4 or 5 in the morning, but the sun doesn't even look like it's coming up yet. It still looks like really dark outside. It's a small town. It's got like maybe like a population of like 3,000 people. And it's very, very close to Vishnove and, and the castle. What car would be in the lead? You're going to say him, that I want to be behind him. The Hummer? So uh, you're driving through Rosina, and you're following like, you know, the Google Maps or your GPS, whichever's mm-hmm. on like the dash. Like I said, it's very dark in this town, so uh, give me a standard drive roll. <laughs> a ghost oh die. <laughs> Damn it. 17 and a ghost. You're driving, and fog starts to come in. So on top of the fact there's not a lot of lights out, which is, which, which is weird, this fog's coming in, it's getting very hard to see, but you do see just in time to stop the road that you're on, which is like cobblestone road, just ends, like as if there's just like a hole in the ground. And silent though. Yeah, you just stop just before you get to that. With the ghost eye, I'll just say that you stop at a point where your tires are just like on the edge, and if you go any further, you're gonna fall down. Does Pool like hit me and we just tumble off the cliff or something? And you know what? It was it was very sudden. Pool can give me a mood roll, standard mood roll. Ooh. Ghost eye for Pool. Thanks, Ten and a ghost. You just killed Toby uh, and you Josh and me. Ten was good enough to stop before you hit him. Uh, but with the ghost eye and everything involved, and it's foggy and everything, I'll say that you, you're like, oh shit, and you quickly stop, but you, you hit the back of his car, not to do any serious damage, but just enough that his front tires go right over the edge. So he's not like dangling, like in a cartoon, but the front tires are off the edge of this, off the edge of this, uh, hole in the ground now, so it's gonna be a pain to get him out. But, you are stopped. Everyone is safe, you're not in danger of falling down any further. So, we have slime tether, we can put both cars in reverse, tether them mm-hmm. together. It's four-wheel ride. I can just throw it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, two-wheel right now. 
<laughs> so the others are in air. <laughs> uh, so. With him also throwing it into four-wheel drive, as soon as the slime tether pulls it so that the front wheels are hitting like the, the part of the, you know, part of this hole that's like basically the edge, it'll catch and it'll, it'll be he'll be back up. So you guys are up and out there. If you get out and investigate, yeah. as far as you can see, this is like it is very much Silent Hill like where this this isn't just like a hole in the road. You can't quite see across, but it doesn't look like it's that wide. Do either uh, these cars come equipped with like a spotlight? If you turn on a spotlight on the Hummer and look across, it's very foggy, but you are making out the, the edge of the other side. Probably like 20 feet, 20 feet wide. Not too bad. Let's see if we can go around this. Let's check on foot. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Josh, you can put on your auto goggles and see if you can see something on your That's a very good point. Let's, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw on the goggles. While we go over. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Any, anyone who wants to throw on goggles or do some readings, yeah. Because again, it is foggy, but yeah. because you have night vision on, you can see more clearly like the edge and everything. It leads to what looks more like a wooded area. Because you guys, on your guys' side of this hole, it's like the middle of like a small town, like a downtown small town with shops and things. Like some giant hand just scooped the earth away, basically, so it like cuts off some buildings and whatnot. But you're seeing some of the detail down, and it's like, all right, well, you don't see any people. Does uh, this place look deserted? It does look a little deserted, and like there are electric streetlights, but they're not on. So really, the only thing that's lighting this place up is the headlights of your cars and any flashlights that you turn on, the spotlight or whatever. It is very spooky. We're already in what? We're in Slovakia already? Yes, this is in Slovakia. Okay. This is in a town, yeah, Rosina, just before Vishnove. So it's looking like that this road that leads into Vishnove is like the one that's cut off. On the other side, you don't see a town anymore. Although you know a town is going to be there eventually, it just leads to like a wooded, just a wooded area. A road does continue through that area, but between you and that side is just this big chasm. How rough estimates, how wide is this chasm? The, the width of it is like maybe 20 feet. The depth is hard to tell because of the because of the fog and everything. But you, you got your you got your goggles on. Yeah. The, the fog and the other side have a definite ectoplasmic PKE energy to it. Okay. We don't have a way around on foot. If you just keep walking, this chasm just keeps going around. It's almost you. If you walk for a while, you could eventually assume that this actually is encircling the entire town of uh, Bishop. Oh, okay. So. Where you are, where the, where like the can this sort of canyon begins, is a lot of small shops and things. Nina asked what time it was. I'd say it's probably around four or five in the morning, according to your guys's you know watches. So no chance we can get a hold of anybody. Well, if you want to start looking around, I mean, because this is like a downtown area, and there, I mean, even at you know, even in Titusville at four in the morning, there's there's something going on. So if you want to try and look for some people, yeah, let's yeah, let's, let's, let's check this place out. Okay, everyone, everyone, just give me a standard D six. You hear somebody like like calling for you from like a, from like an alleyway. You're like, hey, like you know. And you, and you I say, over. I'm sorry, I don't carry cash. This <laughs> <laughs> is a small town, yeah. and I mean, the middle of nowhere. Nobody's going to speak English or any. That's why other. you're here. That's why you're here, but, Nina. Learn yeah, Slovakian. It would be Slovakian okay. or German because they are on the border with Austria. But why don't you talk to this guy and find out? Okay, I'll do it. Uh, we're, we're, we're if you're, you're going to approach this, yeah, yes. I'm going to hail, hail him. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll like he'll wave. He seems like a, he seems like a normal person. Hail and welcome. But he's like, if you try talking before you get there, he's like, Shh, he like wants you to stay quiet. Uh, you uh, you'd ask in German if he speaks German. He's like, he says a little bit. He just says so. He, so he's got yeah. He's you know he only knows a little bit of, uh, of German. He he asks what you guys are doing here, like like in a concerned tone. We are we are in a team of American Ghostbusters, and we need to get to this castle. When he talks to you, you he can only explain like every other word. But your piece, what you piece together, is mm-hmm. that nobody 
has come or gone from the next town, and anyone who's tried to go into the next town hasn't come back. Do those people look like Ghostbusters? He says that he saw. Seminar. He says that he saw Ghostbusters go go there. Does right. he know how they crossed the chasm? When the other Ghostbusters came, there were no problems like this. Are there vehicles in this town? Most things aren't working, and they don't. No one knows why. But he says that if you want to go over, you can't take a car. But he can get some horses. Was it you going to wade through it? Is there water in it? He says it rained recently, but there's no water in it. He's like, because well, he, he he says that he has seen people go across. Because he, he did say people have gone across, but they haven't come back. He has it, seen people go across. Uh, do, do people go down into it yeah. to cross? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so just, just well, you just can't drive a car over it. So a horse can go through it. Yeah. So okay. a car that's too wide to go down. Yes, we need horses. A whole like ask you guys to come with him, and he just says it's very dangerous. He's like explaining to you know, that it's horses are mean. No, 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 no. He says the horses are fine. They bite. Uh, he nice just, mares. He just explains that it's very dangerous out here, especially at night, because of uh, all these people disappearing and people been hearing scary noises in the woods and everything like that. Does it have um, anything to do with the, the giant trench being dug? It says well, this all happened very suddenly, like uh, overnight. The like, like the electronics not working, cars not really seemingly to work or anything like that. People have scared. A lot of people have left the town. Um, and the people who've stayed, uh, like, there's, 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 like, he's trying to explain in German as best as he can, but he's basically, the, the only thing you're getting across is that he's, like, bad memory. Like, he, you can't, can't remember. Like, it's, it's a, the fog just does something, and, and he can't, he can't quite explain. He has a, he has a brain cloud. He'll, uh, so he'll lead you guys away if you want to just, like, lock the doors of the car and everything like that or whatever. Yeah, yeah equipment. Grab, oh, wait, grab do equipment. Oh, wait, equipment. equipment. So you're, so will you take the beach kit? Yes, yeah. So you want to get the other walkie to Nina? Yeah. Uh, he'll he'll lead you guys away. He says something like visiting his cousin's. Place. I always carry the beach kid. What's your cousin's name? Oh, you want it? All right. His name is Pickle hey. Ligament. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his name is Bullock. Bullock? Yeah. Bullock like, with an E. He's like, is he home? Yeah, yeah. He's he's all taking. He's, he's great. He's doing yeah. great. He's he's just, <laughs> it's like maybe twenty minute walk. It's like a standard looking like farm. He's got a nice big open space for horses, and he has five horses. He explains to his cousin what the situation is, and he's just like, yeah, sure, take him, because everyone's freaked out about what's been happening, and they recognize Ghostbusters. Like, they know they know what the job is. So he says, uh, yeah, my cousin says you can take these horses and be safe, but it's been bad, you know. But do any of you know how to ride? Yeah, I've, I've ridden a horse, horse before. I, I, what what I, I, style? I ride a little bit. Anyone here, has anyone here never ridden a horse before? I have Someone I can one point at that guy, because I'm pretty sure he's probably never ridden one. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> But everyone else has been on like maybe once or twice, a couple yeah, times. I have several times. Yeah. Yes. Who's the most experienced? Josh Rye. I've, I've I've ridden a few different styles of horse riding. There's Western and what's the other one where you put the reins on whatever side you want? Josh. <laughs> All right. You, you, since you know yeah. that much, well, okay. <laughs> I guess that automatically makes you the most experienced. All right. Well then, um, but but Wall has the best moves. So. Can while we're right, can I just take the boombox and just turn to something that would be some good riding music. I, I'm not sure what, if there's any suggestions. The theme to Bonanza? Yeah, sure, like, sure. Let's go to the theme to Bonanza. Rawhide. Rawhide? Yeah. Rawhide mate? So, oh, oh, Ghost Riders. Ghost Riders in the Sky? Yeah, yeah. He'll, uh, he's gonna saddle him up for you guys. Uh, he's gonna explain the last group that tried to go into town. They went this way because it sloped a little easier. He, he tells you which way to go and it's sort of, he, it's not lean back into town. It's like, it's, it's just like shortcut through this horse trail through the woods. And then you'll you'll know the ravine when you see it. You go down. You come up on the other side. You'll be on the other side. You guys can hop on. Everyone just give me a moose roll to make sure you get hop on your horse. I'm so glad I to avoid that. embarrassment. What did you get, Josh? Uh, seventeen. 
You got 17? Yeah. Yeah, you get on the horse. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, please, it's not that tough. 23, so... It's like, you get on the horse, and you look like you... You, you look really cool. You just, like, like, like you know, like, in a, in, a, in, like, a classic Eastwood Western, just, like, without effort, just up on. You Briggs could, rolls a ghost eye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, hold on. Hold on, hold Walt, on. So, Walt looks down at him and goes, I shit hired me. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh gets on with, with, with no problem. What did you get, Nina? You rolled nice. more dice. Nina gets on without, an, without, without much effort. Wall got 23. Yeah. Wall slides on that thing like no problem. We were like, oh, well, I didn't know you ride. I don't. <laughs> well, what did you get? 13. 13, you get on just fine. And Briggs, what did you get? 15 and a um, ghost. Okay, 15 to go. You get on just fine. Uh, and I'll say if anyone who ever wants to take the lead. Uh, I think Walsh should take the lead. Yeah. Because you got the eyes, yeah. I guess, yeah. <laughs> like, he goes, the lead goes the up least, front. The least riding experience, but <laughs> the best first. eyes. Uh, so you start, you know, galloping along. They're just like, you know, give, just give me a little squeeze. And so you start you start going. You start heading out. Everyone's horse starts moving, but with Briggs, he's like, let's go! And it doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> So like you start moving, they don't notice that you're not moving yet. You're like, what the fuck? What's the problem? And then he's just taking a piss. So <laughs> you're just peeing. You're gonna be delayed for a minute. Yeah, I'm just like, that's that's great. That's, that's, that's what I wanted. <laughs> it's like you got four go. legs. You can do this and walk. Do you have any, do you have any idea what I give? <laughs> oh. But it, he finishes quickly, and then you can catch up to them. Oh. So Tobin's probably walking around alongside us. Yeah, Tobin, Tobin's there. He seems to be doing okay. He's just, uh, yeah, he's And fine. Tobin is just, like, so understanding. <laughs> <laughs> Put this dog through a lot of crap. Um, so, anywho, you guys are riding along. You come across this ditch. It's like you're, you're on, like, this horse path for a few minutes. You, this clearing opens up. You do see this uh, large, you know, the ditch that leads to the other town. There is, like, a nice little gentle slope down that you guys can ride across. Um, when you do, you go through the fog a little bit, but your horse, you are higher than it, you know, so it's fine. Spooky noises coming into the woods. You guys ride up on the other side into onto the side that where Vishnove is. Um, and you are, like, on another trail, and it's, like, very heavily wooded area. You don't see, like, the town, but he did say to just stick to the trail and it will take you to the town. Um, you start riding through, and you hear, besides the spooky noises, you do hear, like, what sounds like might be another horse, like, in the distance. Not, like, a super loud whinny or anything, but you're hearing... A large something moving around that might be a horse. You do see the path continues on. Seems okay. The woods are very spooky. There's like no lights out here. Do you guys have flashlights on? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's dark and spooky. Um, Tobin's fine. Everything's moving along just fine. You do hear that noise, but it seems to be so far away and like over a little bit of hills because it is like a hilly area. You don't get a good sight of it, but it seems far enough away. I'll say you continue along uh, on the trail and until you start to see like a little town up ahead, which is Vishnove. You, you get see it. lights from the town? No. It's, uh, it's completely dark. It just looks like it's been thrown back into the dark ages. And uh, you approach the town, you get in. There are electric lights and everything, but they're all completely out. There are maybe like one or two cars that are out parked out there, but they're just completely, you know, abandoned. There's, no, there's like almost nothing there. As you guys get into the town, onto like this like cobblestone street, the clip clop the horses or whatever. So you guys can just ride right to the center. And when you're there sort of looking around, you don't, uh, you're hearing more spooky ghost-like noises, of course, and the fog is everywhere. But you do see the large, large, large hill uh, where the castle is supposed to be. It was shrouded by fog before, but now that you're closer, you can get a better Very look Castlevania, at it. Imagine. Yeah. Now, you know from, like, reading on Wikipedia and everything, the castle was just old and destroyed and everything yeah. like that. This thing is totally complete. Just, okay. like, it looks right back like it did back. That's, that's, that's all a that, picture that, of the castle, dusty. apparently. 
the, the name of the castle? The name of the castle was what the one vampire told you before you killed him. Okay. It was uh, the Slavic word I hope I'm pronouncing right was Choktiki. Choktiki, okay. Looking at the castle, are there any lights in the windows? Yes. Okay, somebody's home. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, while you're in the town center, you get a clear look at the castle. While you're looking up at the castle, you hear something moving around in one of the buildings nearby. And if you look, uh, you'll see like an oil lantern in one of the windows, and someone's going to quickly close the curtain before they get seen. The window is part of a, looks like an old-timey-looking tavern. I'll go sold. Yeah. Well, you guys are going to get drunk. What's that star on the wall mean? <laughs> Again, every time ta- you go into any place that sells alcohol, you're going to go into ABC Liquor. What's that star on the wall over there? <laughs> okay. Sir, that's a Heineken. <laughs> Do you want to approach the tavern? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. This part of town is like the center of town, which is like built from like the 1300s, basically. So it has like some of the old buildings left over, and it's themed for tours and that sort There's of thing. There's a place to tie the horses. We'll say that you can find a place to tie the horses, sure. There are, there are no other lights on, and that oil lantern is, you can't see it, because whoever whoever closed the curtain hit it or whatever, hit it out of view. Uh, it's a wooden door. Do you approach and knock? I'll yeah. knock. Okay, you don't get a response. Hello? Just knock and say hello there's, there's, there, there's, there's, you, there, you, you don't get any You don't get any voice response, so, and, and the door doesn't open. And the windows are completely covered. Yeah. And the door's locked. Do you want to try it? Yes. If you try it, the door is open. There's no blood painted over this door, is there? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Um, I'm going in. Okay, if you open the door, there is a lamp, probably the same one that you saw before, is like on in the corner, so there's a little bit of light that you can see, but behind there's like a little bar area. At the bar, like crouched down as low as you can, you just see like a very scared looking gentleman with a old farmer uh, long shotgun. <laughs> and he's just like scared, shaking, just like watching the front door. Hands up. Yeah. Hello. He starts talking in Slavic because he's like he's, he's, he doesn't seem like he's gonna shoot, but he's definitely very scared. He's like seems relieved to see a, a person, but he's just like I, I point myself say American, American. I thumbs up. I point to the patch. Rock and roll. Ghostbuster. He's able to recognize like the Ghostbuster mm-hmm. thing. He'll put the gun down, but he's just like still gonna hold it. He's gonna be like he's gonna move for you guys to get in very quickly. Just like he's gonna he's like. Come on, come on, come on. Get him shoot me as soon as I the ghost stop the, the ghost died is that he sees Tobin and goes, No, no, no. <laughs> um, no animal. <laughs> I, Can we bring our horses? <laughs> <laughs> We're afraid our horses are gonna turn into vampires. Ooh, no, he doesn't speak. He doesn't speak German. English? No. French? Parlez-vous français? No. He'll like wave any speaking in Slavic to you guys. Uh, it doesn't seem to be like a question. You just more of just like get in, everyone shut up, you know, sort of whatever. And he's like wait, waiting for you guys to get down away from the windows and to keep quiet. When you come in, you do see that there are sixteen hundred crucifixes. I'll say no, no, no. Uh, I'll say that there are seven other people here, uh, like ducking down behind the bar, staying hidden. I'll say that there are uh, four adults, three children. Do any of the other people in this room? Speak German. I'll say, well, obviously none of, the, none of the children do. I'll say one of them can speak English. Oh, English. Oh, oh, yes. yeah. Okay, there we go. Progress. Not perfectly fluently. One of the uh, one of the women there can speak uh, speaks English, and if you say, "Oh, American, American," she's like, "Okay." Uh, she tells the guy with the shotgun to relax or whatever, and then she, you guys are gonna crouch down away from the windows or whatever, and she's like, "You need to get away. You need to stay down. You need to stay quiet right now." Like, okay, we're well, whispering. Yeah. How long have you been here? How how long, how long has it been? We we've been hiding here for. A few days. Oh, has it been dark this whole time? She very quietly says that it's it's been dark for much much longer. We we've, we've been this way for so long. I can't even remember. So can you describe what you're hiding from? Yeah. 
ever since it got dark, a horseman would ride into town and try and take the children. And stay inside and we're quiet enough, he won't, he won't hear us. So far we've been, we've been very lucky, but it's been like this for a very long time. She says, my, my children have been safe, but I've heard from the other parents that when he'd find them, he'd come in, he would have either an axe or a sword. Are any of these people here, uh, have, they, have they seen him? Have, have she'll, they she'll, she'll point to one guy and just be like, uh, Arnos, Arnos' children were taken. We know it's painful, but we need, we need Arnos to tell us what the horseman was wearing. Um, she talks to him for a minute, mm-hmm. um, and then she says that this was a guy dressed in black, looked like leather armor, but he didn't have any skin, like just meat, flesh, like muscles okay. and everything. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any eyes, but the, the skin, he just, he just had no, no skin whatsoever, and uh, when he wrote it, you, it would just smell of death. Just a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> he can't seem to hear us, like, uh, if, if, we're, if we're very quiet and we stay away from the windows, he'll, he'll ride by, but um, thankfully he hasn't, he, hasn't taken, he hasn't taken many. Is, um, is, is, he, is he see-through? Like, is he translucent? No. Does he take predominantly girls? Once everything went dark, we haven't seen neighbors, friends for, it sounds crazy, but it feels like, like weeks. People have been hiding in their houses. People haven't been moving. She doesn't know if people are starving to death in other houses or whatever. They, it's like it's from what it sounds like to you guys. It's like if the zombie apocalypse happened it's like in 20, an instant, twenty years yeah. later. No, it, it really yeah. is. Yeah, it's like right. everyone's hungered down and they're not moving. She's trying, when she's trying to describe what this horseman does, basically that he's tried to kill any anyone who's tried to stop him. And if you're out in the street, he'll come after you. But no one's dared try to leave since he's been running around. In fact, she's even wondering how you guys even got here. However, you got in this far into the city, she's like surprised because uh, he he's out there all the time. Look, we're pretty sure we uh, he was nearby. We, we 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 noticed another horse out there. I think he may have an idea what he's up against. I think he already knows we're here. I don't think that's like if if he knows we're here, he was riding alongside us, right? Yes. <gasps> Can we? Have well, he wasn't he wasn't close enough to see. You only heard a horse in the distance. You're not quite sure, but it was riding alongside us. Didn't sound. I mean, you only heard it for a moment. Okay. It wasn't like you heard it riding alongside. How about we have an old-fashioned shootout? I'll go out. I'll get his attention. I'll try and keep him. You gonna call him out? <laughs> you guys. You guys are the posse. You guys blow out the, in the window. So what's what's he gonna do? Throw knives at you? No, <laughs> he I'll probably doesn't have a gun. He'll charge me or something, and I'll try and say it's away. a shootout. Oh, we we fought horsemen before. Yeah. Remember what happened? Tethers, the tethers worked really well. They did. I'm just saying, we need you on we one. Didn't, we, did, we had the net fight. We didn't have the net. We, we needed it after that yeah, fight. That's, that's when we needed it. Uh, well, you and Nina have the slime blowers. I have I'm that. just saying, we need to get you end of an alleyway making some noise. I don't want to clothesline them. I want to err on the side of caution, assuming he already knows where we are. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Odds are, if, if, if this is a sentient corporeal remnant, it will know how many of us there were in the, in the woods, because it obviously has some sort of control over this town. If we send you out there alone, it knows there's more of us, and then it's a setup. Well, we know where this dude goes. We know he goes to the castle. Like, you haven't seen, other than the horsemen, have you guys seen anything else? Traditional haunting sounds, moans and groans, wispy sounds moving through the town with, uh, you know, shapes moving through. Very formless. Sounds like a lot of class ones, class twos. Mm-hmm. As far as anything substantial, this seems like the only thing that's really been a, a big deal. I'm going to make an occult roll to see if, if there's any uh, thing to do with skinless apparitions mm-hmm. okay. or, or, or corporeal things, like in, in, uh, in the occult, if that signifies anything about maybe manner of death. That would give me any historical clues. You know, you are familiar with other things like if a a servant was called upon, like a demon servant or mm-hmm. something. One common description is that it would be skinless because it was like maybe someone who died had magic put upon them to come back from the grave as a servant. That typically can come back as skinless, but not somebody who was flayed alive. Not necessarily. No. Okay. So I let the other Ghostbusters know that this is just somebody. Like it could be a demonic force. Like resurrected in a human body, just to just to call out a bidding. I think we need to leave this uh, I, this tavern. I, agree. I don't want to yeah. because I think if we're in this tavern, he's going to assume that people are here. What I was Protect thinking the is, if there's a circle and Briggs wants to be bait, he wants to go towards the center. The rest of us could just kind of hug the walls and work away, mm. and kind of be in a circle, regardless of how he comes in. I don't know. I think it'd be best to to group up. Uh, apart from Adam, because we don't know how many servants this thing has. She says, so in, in the event that we don't know how this guy travels, we think it's horseback, but he appears pretty quickly. Uh, if we're all spread out, it's going to be hard to help each other because you don't want to fire at the person who's being abducted. Okay. So, all right, so do you want, like, uh, is the plan to, to bait him out with a person? Or? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Who's, so who's going to do what? I am, uh, as always. So you're I just going to sort of walk out there and whistle? I'll him. whistle. That's the thing that the frog from always whistles. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Yeah. Hello, my ragtime guy. Yeah, I'll start whistling that. <laughs> are you guys gonna hide? Then he's gonna distract, or are you gonna stay together in an area? I want to stick. I want to stick together, just because I don't want to have to shoot across the pavilion at any of the other Ghostbusters. It's okay if they're shooting at me, though. That's good. Okay, and are you gonna get on your horse? He's gonna just walk past the horses, just march down Main Street, sort of I'm like you know. March down, start singing. Okay, and you got uh, you got your got your the, the beach kid on one shoulder, yep. I guess. And um, so you're drawing, you're trying to draw some attention. They're chilling out, watching to see what happens, but nothing's happening. Uh, you got the goggles on, but if you're looking around, I'll say that something catches your attention, and you can look up and like sitting on top of one of the buildings looks like a dark figure just sort of sitting there. Just like if someone's just up there squatting, just watching, but they are glowing. This is a, this is not a human. Okay. But now Briggs is pretty far away out of, you know, out of, aside from shouting, he wouldn't really hear you, but. I got uh, a pretty good. We're gonna point him out to everybody else. Yeah, I got a pretty good fire weapon. Does he notice that we see him? Not from what Walt can tell. I want to try to tether him from where we are. It's tough. He's pretty far away. But it's, it's possible. It's improbable. I'm going to spend three rounding points. Okay. My goal is to tether him in the chest 
and drag him down into the courtyard. Right. So I'm gonna try to sneakily fire it. Proton pack long. on. Yep. Hold on to your butts. 32. 32. Ooh, 32. It just goes sailing through the air, and I'll say that it gets, like, not him directly in the chest, but, like, a little off-center, but it does get, I'll say it's, like, on the side. It's okay. On the side. And you do get, you do, do get the road, just, woof, it's close. It was, like, basically the gravity and the wind had to carry it, but you did hit this It's guy. almost like firing a grappling hook long distance. Like yeah, that. yeah, pretty, pretty much. It's, he doesn't notice it, catches him off guard, pulls him, you know, off the, off the, off the top of the building. He hits the ground and starts to drag him, but he gets up pretty quick. He must, you must have surprised him pretty good because he fall, even after falling to the ground, he's like, whoa, whoa, just like whatever. But this is the, after he falls to the ground, this is the guy. This is the skinless, uh, spooky-looking rider. He stands up and it's still trying to pull him, but he'll just take it. Just like with with effort, he's able to snap it off. So he's now standing there in the street. All How right. close is he to me? 50, 50, 60 feet away. Can I run to him? And I want to get you as close as I can. Can I mean, I mean, if we're gonna start going, are you gonna charge him? Yeah. Just just remember when you run to him. It literally eliminates most of the rest of us being involved in this. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Remember well, when you ran in that room alone? Well, I mean... Remember when you put that ring on without consulting anybody? Remember when you did all the other stupid shit you've done? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to try to slime tether him again and you, spend a couple You, should, you haven't used the slime net him. Well, then, then a net. Yeah. Okay. You just, all right, give me, give and me, uh, I do want to spend five points as well. Okay. I think now would be a good time to run in and shotgun him. Dude, wow. chill. That is, a, uh, that, that is a good net. It hits him, wraps around him, so he's just sort of like standing there off guard, like all upper torso. Like just like his legs are free, I would probably say, but just like almost like a straight jacket. He's just standing there. Like, is it even touching his skin? Does he have, does it have any effect on him? As far as, as far as you can see, no, because it just looks like his head is the only thing exposed. Cool. Uh, what was on dark? Okay. He's far enough. He's far That's enough what away. I was gonna do. He's he's far enough away from Adam uh, to to be able to do that safely. Just sails through the air, dead on. But he'll break oh. free from that. So he's gonna snap free from the slime. But Adam's right there. I want to get as close as I can to him, blindside with a good shot, and then get the heck out of there so that I don't get blasted by these guys. Okay. As you see him snapping free, you just sort of run up, you know, straight up to him, and he just sort of like. Mm, really? You know, like, it's, it's a little surprise, but if you want to go ahead and give me uh, uh, a moves to shoot him. Is he surprised at all that we're having an effect on him? You, it's hard to tell with the guy without a face, but, yeah, It's basically skull with meat on it, you know, it's like there's no eyes. Now, this is the first time you're firing this with something that's not a vampire. Okay. So, since 17 did hit, but he's physical and not a vampire, you're going to get to roll an extra two dice to add to the damage after a successful hit. So vampires work. Corporeal? Vampires are corporeal, but there is like ecto uh, PKE energy within them. This guy is Sunlight like hurts them. yeah. This guy, this guy is a pretty solid looking. Like okay. he's, he's he's not doesn't have any ooze or. This anything. is close to like a zombie. Probably. Would, this is okay. what this is what your your best guess would be. After you after you shoot him and you're like yeah you're getting really close you you do a pretty good shot and did decent damage all things considered. He will just sort of like stand there for a second and he's just gone, disappears. We got goggles on. Do we? Do we see anything? With goggles on, he seems to be gone. It's not just that he's invisible. It seems like he has truly dematerialized. But you do hear a horse running towards the square. Uh, he'll come. He'll come running up on a horse. So he, as he comes up, like over the little, like around a corner, starts riding in. You see him just sort of like reach up on like his back. He's gonna pull out an axe. He's gonna be riding with the axe coming at you. I'm gonna wait till he's close within range. 
I'm gonna net the legs of the horse. Okay. He, this is literally the reason we created them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, <laughs> now, yeah, you you net the horse's legs, it just collapses and slides on the ground. It's like it holds Does it. Does it like slide like really close to me? And can I just be there, like full in at the end of the hardcore and go, whoa! <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't quite slide up to meet you because it is like pavement, so you know. But it does fall down. You get it. It's on the ground. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm Back to Mike. I just I'm, I'm approaching slowly. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I mean, with rolls like this, it may take a while, but we'll beat this dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Threatens to leave. Again, get as close as I can. I want to target him, and I go hi. Again, wave, mm-hmm. and then shoot him. You can like sort of walk around to the side where, where you can get a better shot. Just, just sort of just rip through him or whatever, and he takes it. It seems it seems to do a pretty pretty good amount of damage on him. After you shoot him, the horse is going to get up. He will. I'll say he's going to take a swing at Briggs because he's the closest. I'm not going to be able to dodge that. So he would hit you, and that would also mean, in addition to the successful hit... Addition. Oh, oh, oh no. shit! Oh, oh my god! Uh-oh. Max roll. So, so here's what happens. Oh <laughs> god, it's finally caught up to me. <laughs> so in Man, an instant. Do you remember the entire fight when I kept telling you to stop getting so close to this guy? So in an instant, he's gonna like, cause he's he's not real, you know. Like he gets up on the horse, just stands. He's been shot. You, yeah. It's, uh, not like the Undertaker from WWF, but, but the horse gets up. Like, it's even funnier in my picture. The horse did. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So the horse... The horse when it's the floor, goes... <laughs> You're despicable. Uh, the horse gets up, and he's already like winding up with the axe, and he's going to come down, and it's like, in slow-mo, okay, I have two choices. <laughs> Either take the axe, which will kill me. Either you give me eight trade points, or fifteen brownie points. Oh, I'll be useless without the trade points. Better the brown, without the brownie points, I'll almost be as useless. It's, I mean, the dice spoke. I can't. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I'm I not. Like, I'm not blaming you that's, for any of that. That, 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 was, was, that, was, that was that was three. That's the devil dice. That's, that's <laughs> six, six, six. Is what this was. <laughs> I could lose all my brains. <laughs> well, then we're no, done. Really, <laughs> really, what would change? What would change? God. I'd take the brownie points myself. I th- that's the only thing I can can do, really, because I mean, I'll be I'll be too useless. I won't be able to. To really help out any situation. I okay, mean, 15 brownie points. But don't you also have to describe? Yeah, yeah. So 15 brownie points. If you can explain how, how he misses you. Yeah. All right. So I'm down to nine brownie points for the record, and this is—we're not at the big bad. Oh, that's great. Okay. So he's coming down at you with the axe. Like this is a, a killing stroke. I'm Please gonna... tell me you don't hold up the turn. No, 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 no. I would kill you. Yeah. <laughs> No, that, that Black would... hole opens, everyone dies, turn in your character sheets. That's like, <laughs> game over. No, because in this situation, it surprised me. I stumble back like an idiot, and I fall back. You just, you just fall flat on your back or whatever? Yeah, and I'm just like this, kind of pinned helpless. And I just, my, I'm just like, oh, my The axe lands and between, cracks like, the concrete right between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, well, it's so, like a hand axe, you know. It's like a, not a hatchet, but it's one of those big, you know, yeah. one of those ones or whatever. War axe. Yeah, like a war axe. So I'm just like going, oh god, I feel so bad. Yeah, but in that sense, he will miss you. 
to, to kind of help out Briggs, I'm going to try to hit the arm that has the axe, but if I miss, I'll still hit his body. Like, that's the idea. Okay. So I'm going I'm to shoot. You. And I'm relative. I'm a lot closer than I was. Yeah, yeah. It starts pulling him down. It's going to, like, start to desaddle him. It's just because it's shrinking, you know, like, the tether is just, like, closing in or whatever. So it's going to threaten to pull him off, but at one point he's just going to, like, step off the horse, but it's still pulling him in close to the thing. So it is, he is having a problem with this. Walk up and just slap the horse on the ass. And I'm just going to shoot it with a proton stream. Okay. Pretty good shot. Whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially with a regular proton stream. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Holy. See, 26, 32. I'll say for the first time, you're hearing a sound come from him of... <laughs> like, like, it's half pain, half anger. <laughs> Good. Deal with it. So he's still sort of stuck to the horse trying to pry himself free from this horse. Fire another shot. Center proton. Okay. That's a good hit. Yes. Kai. You're gonna get up. <laughs> stumble, stumble to the forge. I'll shoot, putting it dead center. Mm-hmm. Once again, see, you just can see it rip through him. So it seems to be doing really well. It's gonna be his turn now. So at this point, he's going to Legolas style swing back up onto the horse. And he's gonna make a run for both the forge and Briggs because you're both standing together. And you are the closest. Oh, good. You can give me a dodge. <laughs> what the hell? What a shitty roll. Oh, man. After taking everything into account, you guys moving him on a horse, and there's two of you, not just one of you or whatever, I'm going to ask for either three traits or four brownie points. I got to give you the traits, because if I lose any more brownie points, I'm just as good as dead. I'll lose the uh, the points. Four brownie points? Yeah. And when I dive, mm-hmm. I land on the handle that shoots the slime <laughs> while it's underneath me. And the pressure from it makes me spin out on the ground and uh, avoiding the axe entirely. <laughs> okay. It's but like coating the area around me in slime. I'd say when you fall and you sp- like, woo, 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 woo. It's like you fall, you land on the lever, it just starts hosing, it just hoses the street that's between him and the rest of the guys. But when that happens, the horse sort of bucks up, wary of, of the slime, the, the slime coated street. And now it's my turn. Yeah. That's true. Uh, noticing that, I stand up in the slimy goo, mm-hmm. nasty, and I try to paint a. Cause I guess I couldn't do a circle around it because I can't get behind it. I'm gonna try to paint right. like a U to sort of like, buffer him. Yeah, yeah, to try to, to try to make the horse feel trapped. The horse is a little freaked out by it. It's like pumping its, you know, feet up, like trying to back away. It's like it's almost like it doesn't understand, and the rider's gonna be pretty upset about it. Then I'm gonna maneuver and um, aim at the horse and the proton stream. Okay. Pretty good roll again. <laughs> I'm gonna run up and hold the trap towards the ghost and rider and pop it on. Just okay. hoping to blind and or stun them. Okay. Alright, you run up and you just open the trap and the, this light just hits it. Freaks off the horse for sure, because it's wind and everything else and it's crazy noise. For the ghost die, I'll say that he's gonna have like an immediate interrupt. He's gonna try to disappear again. It startles him enough so that he just dissolves, just he's gone. Poof. Disappeared. Can we slime the ground up and down the alley in front of each doorstep? Okay, yeah, I'll make a roll for that. I imagine I'm shambling and I'm like, cool, fix my head. You want to take him into the tavern and yeah. try and patch him up? The tavern, see what they have there. Okay. How, do, how do the people take it? The people inside? Yeah, seeing an injured Ghostbuster come in, but everybody's still alive. They're a little freaked out, but they, they haven't moved much since, since you guys left. The ghost die comes into play where it's like you really don't have like a lot of 
you may have like a first aid kit like available to you, so there's not really a lot too much more you could do. But I'll say you get you can get back three trades. Oh, so my hands are back to full. Yeah. You're grabbing like a rag and a bottle of vodka from behind the on <laughs> the bar is like just I don't know I mean I don't want to tell them it's safe to go out. We definitely didn't bust this guy. Yeah, we'll just tell him he ran away for now. Uh, he'll probably be back, but we're going to try to get him before then. Kind of spook this guy off. It's true, yeah. We should uh, probably mount up and uh, head to the castle. Yeah, let's mount up and, and mosey on down. <laughs> <laughs> mosey, he says. <laughs> just head out to the castle, and we're going to end it there. Okay. Okay. They're very scared, but they wish you luck. And you know, uh, we we have we covered all of the areas up to the front mm-hmm. of the doors. Yeah. As I leave, I say, stick to the roads. Be where the moon. <laughs> We're basically running on four and a half Ghostbusters. Yeah. God damn! Why am I the half? Because you have no brownie you points. Have nine brownie points. You need those to survive another hit. I'm sure I'll. She's get gonna it. look at you. And you're gonna go, oh! <laughs> have a I honestly hope this ring does something useful. I'm just waiting for a moment. It's not gonna happen. I'm sure it's not gonna happen that it does something that it, it, it allows. It, it works like GPS for Sauron. Yeah, it's I, actually a ring pop, it's watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> you just neglected this entire time to just take it off to taste it. <laughs> Everybody except for Poole noticed the clock inside, like inside this tavern. It doesn't seem like it's moved that much since you guys have been here. And you guys. You're like, well, wait a minute now. We got here. Can I check my watch? Yeah, if you check your watch, it too is like, it's like it had like a, not a lot of time has gone by at all. Right. So, so not a lot of time has gone by. But is my watch reading a different time than that watch? So, for instance, mm-hmm. if time has been passing slower in this village, it would have been passing normal before we got there. And if it's been that way for a long time, when I got in there, my watch would be reading differently than the time there. Yes. Supposedly. Okay, that's what it looks like. Because the time on your watch is not the time on the wall. Okay, I'm showing like okay. morning. Um, yeah, but okay. the watch is still going slow. It's probably moving at the same pace as the. the Basically, by your watch, it should be like six to seven a.m. But you were like, all right, well, according to the watch, we crossed into Vishnove at six six thirty. Your watch now, after everything you've done, says like six thirty-five. Okay. But anyway, so you guys do notice that. Obviously, that's a factor. Mm. And you can hop on your horses and you'll be on your way. And we'll end it there for tonight. Okay. Yeah. And, the, and the, the streets, though, all the houses are... All this, all the, everything that you guys wanted to coat, you can coat. Cool. Like you, coat, you coated it with this line. Ghostbusters Resurrection is brought to you by a comic shop and the generous support of listeners like you. That means we rely on you to keep us in business by telling a friend, reviewing us on iTunes, or making contributions in our monthly support drive. And if you act now, you can take advantage of our special half-price service plan. Whoa, hold on. Half-price? Have we all gone mad? I guess so, Pool. Because that's not all. Tell them, Briggs. Oh, you mean if you donate even one dollar, you get access to exclusive Nerdy Show content and cool perks? That's right. And you can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes store. So don't wait another minute. Make your supernatural problem our supernatural problem. If you'd like to report a spook, specter, or ghost, call us at 321-209-2020. You can also follow us or The Nerdy Show on all your favorite social networks. We're ready to believe you! I believe the ghost of my ex-dead girlfriend is haunting me. 
and cock-blocking from beyond the grave. Because every time I have a woman over, that's when the lights start flickering, shit starts moving. And I, I, it's got to be her, because I, I can't believe any other ghost would be interested in my sex life. Thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.